So we were uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, um, uh, you know, just how easy these fish bowls are, and we got a lot of topics for today's episode. Um, I think a little bit more than usual. I don't. We're not going to get through all of them, obviously, uh, but there's a lot of good ones. Um, I'm hoping that some of like you've heard a couple of either one of you have heard about this. Uh, this would be fishbowl nine. I believe we are on now. Um, that last fishbowl that we did, it did really well. So you as the audience member, thanks for t- tuning in for that. Thanks for taking a listen to that. seems like everyone is liking those. So we might, I don't know, try to get more of those out. Um, also thank you for anyone who has reached out through us through, uh, I think what is it called? Pod podcast guest? What what did I is that I think, what that, I, I think that's it. Yes. It's, it's it somewhere here. The podcast yeah, guest podcast Say that again, Clark. Podcast guest exchange. I it will know it, it's a it's a website. It's Paul it's I think it's, it's like podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. But regardless, it's like a newsletter where you put your information in about your podcast, yada yada. We had about 40 people reach out to us wanting to come onto the show. So if you're listening right now, you, you reached out to us, we will get to you. My goal is to try to get to all 40 of those people that put on, were put on that list. So we're just going to start from the top and work our way down. Um, but enough of that. Done rambling. What we're going to be doing is we're going to take a spinning this uh, wheel to see what our first, uh, our first topic is going to be. Oh, of course, of course, it, of course, it had to be this topic exactly. <laughs> okay, oh, no. so uh, <laughs> Seth, it kind of goes with what we were talking about prior uh-huh. to the show I and everything. Felt, like I that. had a feeling. So the uh, the topic is depopulation. <laughs> do you <laughs> do you guys feel or do you guys think that depopulation is a thing that is going on right now? Um, I've heard some theories out there that whether it be through the food chain, um, and if it's a certain type of shot, a certain type of virus that is going around or anything like that, main goal of the elites or higher ups is right now to depopulate the earth because we're at sitting at what, like 8 billion people more or something like that? Yeah. We just tipped 8 billion, I think. Yes. And I think... And like, okay, I, I get it. Like we, at a certain point, the earth is like, there's going to be so many people on the earth, whatever it's, but I, I don't feel like it's that big of an issue right now. Right. Or I, I, think I don't know. The, I think the overpopulation thing is such a scam. I don't think it's as bad as, you know, I mean, the thing is, I mean, people only have a certain lifespan. So, you know, there's going to be a change out. Yeah, we're going to we're going to kind of keep adding. But at at a certain point, there's going to be kind of a natural equilibrium that won't. You know, I'm sorry. I just don't I don't don't buy into the whole we have too many people on the planet. Um, We definitely we can contain more than we have. I mean, like 8 billion sounds like a lot. And because it's skyrocketed in our lifetimes, I mean, because I remember when we were still in like the sixes, it seems like, and that was like when I was young. And then I remember when crossing 7 billion was a big deal. And like now here we are at eight. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's growing, but we have more room. We have more resources than panic leads on. That's definitely uh, over-exaggerated. 
Well, I also think too, like the whole, like there's so many people on the earth, we can't feed them all and like everything like that. I feel like that's a scam too. I feel like if we wanted to end world hunger, we a hundred percent could. Like, I, I just feel oh, like that's, yeah. that's something that's very plausible. I just don't know why. I guess it boils down to like what we always talk about, just like money, greed. It's just like, they don't want to, there's no benefit through it. But then it, Again, it's like, why? What? What is the end point and everything like that? I don't know. Depopulation of the earth. I think it's actually, I think they're trying to do it. I, I, I That's what I believe. I think that is something that is going on right now. Um, through, Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, like Georgia Guide. Could you actually kind of go into that, Seth? Like what they are, if, if you as the audience member aren't aware of what they are? Well, the Georgia, okay, let, you know what they are. Everybody, anybody <laughs> that clicks on a podcast, that's effing weird. They're, we know we're on the same page, but the, the Georgia Guidestones are um, the, these giant stones in, in Georgia that uh, that unnamed benefactors put in these stonemasons that put it in won't say who the organization is. It said it's a group of men. The guy that's quoted in the interview is roughly saying uh, it was a group of men that wish to remain wish to keep the benefactor uh, private. And, and so some wealthy guy commissioned these things and whoever uh, blew them up. Uh, if you want to, we'll, we'll, we'll do some voice changing and, and blur out your face. If you want to come on <laughs> and we'll interview you, you're, you're a, you're a hero. But, uh, but yeah, but anyway, the Georgia Guidestones, it has uh, in se- like, I don't know, like 10 main languages. It has several languages on it. Basically this uh, perverted version of the 10 commandments, but it's like, keep the population under 200 million, uh, this, that, and the other, and a whole bunch of other things. And, and so going back to your point of like, yeah, I think that there are people, this echelon in the shadows, these, these, not, not the people you see every day in politics and this and that it's, it's people that really run the show with the money and the resources and the special interest groups and this and that, that, that probably in behind closed doors have an agenda to depopulate. Uh, I mean, if, if the Georgia Guidestones are any indicator, what these kind of people are thinking that like to keep uh, who they are secret and they've got a lot of money and blah, 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 like that, that should kind of raise some eyebrows, but like all of a sudden you can't open your phone. There's like all these people in peak, uh, physical condition that are just dropping dead. Uh, yeah, I, I think that there's something going on. There's, there's some, uh, something stinks yeah and and like and the concept behind the guidestones too was it was to how to rebuild civilization like that was like that was the 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 part of it and everything like that or that was like the gist of the guidestones like if if civilization ever goes like haywire or whatever it's like it's you can basically know how to rebuild civilization off these off these stones and everything like that i honestly had never heard of them until that until like they got destroyed i think i might have like known about them but i didn't know like what it was um but yeah it's just it's really interesting how one of the the pieces of that is keep the population below 200 million it's just it's a very specific number you know it's it's not watch the population make sure there's not too many people it's 200 million cap it off stop stop doing that because I mean, like you look at look at what China does, or like they have a law that you can only have one child, correct? Like that's like that is the thing you can't have more than one. It, oh, they did. They repealed it, but it's it's too late. It's it's 
I mean, they're going to, they're going to be hurting really bad in the next 10 years when their older generation dies off because yeah, they had so long, their population is going to cold. They're probably going to lose a million and a half people like soon. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then you then, have all this accelerated death add to the mix. You got some issues that, that one child policy being in for so long is actually going to be a, like a problem for near future China. I just, but they, they have so many people already. Like if they repeal, it's, it's mostly, it's mostly farmland. It's mostly like non-city areas that they repealed, that they repealed it in. Or? No, no. Like the, the majority of the population isn't in huge cities. I mean, there's a lot in the city centers, but the majority of their entire populace is kind of backwoods. It's not like they're all highly educated and part of you know, the rungs of society. They're kind of on the outskirts. Uh, I didn't know that. Also, societally, they favored male children because they had a better chance for success. So now you also have a uh, a tip the scales where predominantly when this one child policy was going on, the um, a lot of the females were being given up or aborted or like disappeared and they were keeping male children. So you had like a bunch of orphan female children and now you had all these male children that were being kept in the families give them a better chance of success to take care of their parents later on. So now you don't have the marriage options. You don't have like future generations being born because you've, you've made the playing field uneven. You don't have like that 50, 50 thing. Um, but I mean, like there, there still are females, like obviously and everything like that. And if I mean, I don't know, it's, I feel like even if it, the playing field isn't even, there's still going to be, Maybe like I, like again like you guys were saying like it's they're, they're gonna have that dip but I feel like they're gonna still be okay right so like they're not gonna like China's not the Chinese people are not just gonna disappear no. and everything like that no it's just that they're not the the whole worry leading up to this point is that they're gonna overtake the U S with you know as a superpower like yeah. that's the one thing I've been worried about the stuff that they're the way they handle new currencies like specifically decentralized cryptocurrencies the way that they they're what they want to do with the moon and space uh the space frontier and all of that like a, a trade like we, we, we're so dependent on them specifically medical like almost all of our drugs come from them they manufacture everything there uh I th I really think we need to be in a process of slowly decoupling from them and open up. I I know that it's going to be so much more expensive to produce stuff here, but we've got to start somewhere and we've got to start uh, throwing out a ton of regulations. I mean, the one the one thing that I have a problem with with uh, minimum wage uh, like manipulation is that that no matter what you cap minimum wage at the, the, the whoever the retailer is or company is, is just going to adjust their prices to absorb that cost that they're mandated to pay their employees, which means that the, at the bottom line, we're paying that the consumer is just paying that in the, in the new pricing. Mm -hmm. um, so like, there's so many things that probably need to be relooked at. I mean, one of the major issues is I really do think we need to be getting back on not necessarily a gold standard, but a precious metal standard. Like there's so much more accessibility to silver. If we had a silver standard to where our money was backed by some kind of thing that was inherently deflationary, uh, the people at the bottom in, in terms of the economic bracket would be doing a lot better in terms of value. And then there's like education is a huge thing. Like when you're talking about <clears throat> 
these places where there there's like less food and this kind of thing i've often been like it would be so much more beneficial to go into uh some african nation or or something and and have put the money towards a curriculum to i know that there's problems with their geographies in some instances but put the money towards uh educational programs on how to uh, uh purify water don't just give mm. them stuff like educate them on how to be self-sufficient and be there until they figure it out and and i mean i don't like it, every like it's kind of like with solar panels like you put less stress on the grid if you have solar panels and you try to do things if everyone just kind of took practices up like that like knowing how to distill water knowing how to filter water knowing how to get alternative forms of energy there'd be like this less worry that the government and the system have to provide for you but we have opposite laws of that like uh, more and more in the construction side of things in this country the uh fireplaces and stuff like that are being zoned out like l l new construction there's m drastically less uh in m the majority of counties of uh being able to put in furnaces and and chimneys and all of that kind of stuff because of the green stuff like carbon footprint it's like okay so what does that mean you have to depend on the system to yeah. pipe in your energy with that that's the problem i think yeah Oh, it's uh, like here over in Germany, um, I'm pretty sure they get a tax break with how much like a solar panel, like self-sufficient that they are. So like all the buildings, like and you go, you go driving down the street and just like every building like on top has solar panels and you go like, there's just fields and fields of solar panels. Like they have all these it's it's kind of cool to see and then they have like the wind turbines like they have a, a shit ton of those too so it's it's really cool to see like how self-sufficient that like they can be and everything like that i do know that the taxes are high like they like some other things that they they you know they have to bite the bullet on but um it's it's really interesting how how some of that stuff works and then yeah it's uh yeah pretty pretty interesting have you have you uh been in have you been to like the doctor in your time there say that again have you been to the doctor in your time there like gone and see like a doctor yeah for, like, with health, a health. part of the german medical system um no i have not had to i haven't had to go and like see a doctor for anything thankfully it's yeah. just never never had to why do you ask uh my my sister lived there for a while and um uh it her comments on the german medical system is that it's extremely efficient it, it may oh. be a little rough around the edges in certain places like uh anesthesia and this and that depending on what's going on or what procedure you get but mm -hmm. uh yeah the healthcare system they've they've got figured out so i was just wondering if you what you're so two two things i do know like just talking with people that i work with um one of them was saying that they had to to go off posts or i go like you know go get their their uh wisdom teeth taken out yeah. and um something that they don't do is they don't put you under like yeah, yeah they, they'll use novocaine and everything like that but they don't <laughs> believe in like putting you under for like stuff like because that's minor i guess in in their eyes so it's just like hey no we're gonna keep you awake for all this and then something else that i know of is uh when 
if you're going to give childbirth here, like an epidermal is not something that they want to do. So, yeah. So it's one of those things where if, if you're, they, they do it because they're, I, I have heard of like some women being able to get it, but for the most part, I think they don't like to use it unless they have to like for certain circumstances. So it's just really interesting how like some of the stuff that they do use here, some of the stuff that they don't. Um, I remember when I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Oh, I was so glad that they put me under for that because yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if either of you guys had to have your wisdom teeth taken. Yep. Yeah. Mine were, they, they said, quote, mine were extremely compacted. (laughs) <laughs> really? <laughs> so they they put me under, and I remember I was like a teenager, and I remember being extremely worried that I would just I I always feel like when I'm I get that I'll never wake up and I'll just die. So uh, <laughs> they they put me under, and that was all I could worry about. But what I don't like about that stuff is it just it folds time. Like you are talk about a a, a, a the a, the abyss. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing. Like they inject you. There's nothing, and then you just wake up. There's I, yeah. I don't remember any. It's just blackness. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird. Like yeah, like the uh, what is it called? Anesthesia? Anesthesia? Yeah. Anesthesia? Yeah. Stuff is gnarly. Yeah, it really is because like they, they the whole like count back from ten, whatever. And it's like oh, yeah. I'm gonna fight it. I'm gonna fight it so yeah. hard. Nope. Yeah, it's not gonna work. <laughs> ten seconds? I, no way. And then like I don't remember. Like I get to like six or seven, and then I'm. You're just you're just done. So what about it's you? It's creepy. Yeah, you, 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 the scariest part of anesthesia is the fact that they don't know how it works. Like 100. percent What? Uh, really that's even know. more terrifying. <laughs> that's the scariest part about it. They don't really know why it does what it does. So, how did but, um, so so is it one of those things where they just accidentally found out like LSD? They're like, what's this? Is. <laughs> yeah. I know it works, but they don't know why. It, they don't 100 know why it works. That's oh, it's so crazy. crazy. Yeah, but um, I'll tell you, you guys an anesthesia story about me because um, this goes back to the drug therapy from yesterday. So I told you that I'm like really susceptible to side effects. Anesthesia also is in this category. But when I got my wisdom teeth out, they told me. We're going to be here an hour prep, an hour surgery, an hour recovery. All right. So I came in at 11 in the morning. They're prepping for, they put me under at 12. Surgery was done at one. I had an hour recovery. I was supposed to be home like two o'clock. Um, I woke up at 630 that night when they woke <laughs> me up and said, you got to get out of here. We need this room. And they had to put me in a wheelchair and wheel me down to the front of the front door basically and like throw me like like my body where i couldn't move my legs throw me into the back of my mom's like suburban and I was, oh I mean, I, that's what drugs do to me <laughs> it's oh my gosh. That, that reminds me i had a i had a similar experience but it wasn't anesthesia it was a it was like a it was like a ozone vitamin c drip it was like i i was like really sick uh one time like years and years ago and uh it was so bad that my family had to go to the doctors with me i couldn't what my o2 like dropped way down they had to put me in a wheelchair and put like oxygen on me it was like some like bizarre infection they didn't understand what was going on so they put me uh they they put this uh this this mix iv on me and i forget exactly what it would be several things i um when when that stuff started going in my vein i 
kind of went unconscious, but like I was conscious, but my body wouldn't wake up. I could hear everybody in the room. I couldn't talk. I was like, I was like trying to communicate that I was in absolute terror. I could hear the nurses. I could feel the nurses like grab my arm and all this kind of stuff. And it goes back to that thing where uh, people like in comas can probably hear you and they're just trapped in their body. And that is like the scariest thing. It took about close to 45 to an hour somewhere in there. And I snapped out of it. Um, And then I was fine ever since that. They don't really know what it was, but, uh, I remember everything. I remember my mom going to get the nurse. I remember the nurse like grabbing me and trying to figure out what was going on. I, but I couldn't speak. I couldn't communicate. I, I could just hear. It was awful. <laughs> I couldn't even open my eyes. It's got to be what like the first stage of uh, lethal injection feels like too. Oh, fuck. oh god! They paralyze you first, and then they stop your heart. So they give you two drugs. So, I yeah. think that. I think. I think. There is, I think, a place for uh, that kind of punishment for like obscene repeat offenders of some. But man, I'm okay with just putting you in a cage for the rest of your life. I, I, there is something gnarly about just like the the I don't know the the it's it's the ceremonialness of it is is so deeply creepy to me. Well, imagine like it's not only that, but imagine like the the, the chair. What we used to do, I mean, like you think a lethal injection is bad. Like I can't imagine sitting in a room with like that going on. I got a story about that. So oh, I got in my car. I got, I got in my I got in my car like just a few days ago, and uh, uh, for some reason I need to change it. I roll my eyes every time NPR comes on. But if my if my Bluetooth doesn't connect to my phone in time. Uh, Mm -hmm. It it just goes to the radio. And so uh, NPR was talking. And uh, so I'm in Tennessee and the governor, Bill Lee, uh, there's been some issue. I don't know if you guys are aware of the lethal injection issue lately. Uh The the issue is, is that the the states get our lethal injection drugs from Europe and uh, they for decades, Europe didn't know what we were doing with them. So they Wait. found out that we were killing, like we were executing people with it. And then they just cut us off. They're like, uh, no. And so they just stopped giving us the drugs. So there's been a shortage of all this stuff. And the, 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 the here in Nashville, the machines that, and the procedure, they don't test they, There's been a long time of them not being able to test it and, and double check the drug content and the machines and all of this stuff that, is a part of it. So there's, so uh, there's like a lot of stories of like uh, they, they have to inject more, like they're not, di- they're paralyzed, but they're not dying quick enough. So they like have to, it, it, like it's gotten out of hand to where we need to relook at this. Uh, so there are a bunch of death row inmates that have recently opted for the electric chair that they're bringing back to Nashville because they don't want to go through that, crazy experience of like not really being like half being in a coma and then like not knowing when they're going to die so they're like yeah they're opting in for the chair <laughs> get the fuck out of here yeah, Are you that serious? was on npr nashville news <laughs> okay well all right let's let's all right for both of you like let's say you guys were on death row what would you want to do i would the kill chair? myself i would kill myself <laughs> I, I would leave on my own terms really okay okay yeah i'm not gonna let that happen i would just i would find there there's too many ways to kill yourself and i would i would find some way 
over the over the years you're on death row you're on, on oh, death row for yeah. years there's yeah. some way yeah. i would figure it out and i would just kill myself i'm not i'm not letting them have all the fun <laughs> clark uh out of all the ones in history uh or just the ones that we use in america like presently <laughs> okay well, all right first let's just do okay just the chair or lethal injection <laughs> and we'll start there and then and then we'll go to like whatever form you want <laughs> oh dear if it was just between those two i'd I mean, you can botch either one, but probably the chair. Really? Uh, yeah. At least I could eat like unpopped popcorn kernels or something before as my last meal and maybe make a show. <laughs> oh of it. my God. <laughs> I'm not sure. Let me that, but it'd be, a, it'd be a good experiment. Uh, but no, that one about all, like all time, what I think the easiest way out would be is probably um, uh, legit, probably the guillotine. You probably would have the sensation for a few seconds afterward that you're still alive, like the realization of it. That you would be pretty much cut off from any like, actual pain, I would imagine, because your spinal cord severed at that point. Probably that just like, well, your see, skull uh, probably just on fire for a few seconds. Fire, like a firing squad is is problematic for me because the, I think they do it wrong. I think they did it wrong. They would always have one bullet with one guy and and so that the rest of the firing squad didn't have the guilt of think no one would know who had the live round and so they would they would you know obfuscate that guilt so you would sleep better at night um but that's the problem to me because like who like you got like 10 guys who knows if they're a good shot but a shot to like like if you if you put a, a gun in your mouth and we're totally gonna get just there's gonna be this is a problematic <laughs> video but if you put a if you put a forty five in your mouth and like aimed for your brainstem that's it lights out there, there's nothing that that is so quick and and just instant oblivion I I don't think I don't I think that the firing squad would be the easiest way but they they do it wrong. That's all the Chinese do is just one bullet to the back of the head. Like mo- that's their modern execution method. They just immediately like person knows what they're on trial for, and they execute for a lot of things over there, like drug offenses and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you and, sold um, weed. Yeah, they come over or you brought it into the country or something. Yeah, they get there though, they go on trial, and then they're immediately like taking up marching out. Like some of those trials are actually outdoors already, and then they just march them like fifty yards out in the field and just just put one yeah. on and they're done. Just don't even wait. Just get it over and done with. I mean, that well, might, might be better than a lot of the pageantry ones like that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 um, <clears throat> the, that book from like the 1800s of all those newspaper clippings, the, the trials and executions were quick. Like, mm-hmm. like the, because you mentioned Alex, the, like, uh, the right to a speedy trial and all of that stuff, yeah. man, they did it fast. I almost prefer, like if I was in trouble, I would almost prefer the long drawn out, uh, because they just like we find you guilty and they drag you out and hang you. <laughs> oh, fuck! Like in five, like ten minutes from now, like you know, like all right, this is it. Yeah. Uh, what was I? What was I gonna say? Um. Oh, like also another thing about China, like how like their their offenses are so extreme. There was a YouTuber. I I, I can't remember his name, but he was like, oh hey, look at how look at how awesome it is. Um in china in this cafe he's like i'm gonna leave my laptop here and he did he like he left his laptop and like another iphone sitting at this cafe all day and he comes back like like an hour before it closes or he's gone for like an hour two hours whatever and it's just still sitting there 
And he's like, look at how awesome this is and everything like that. I'm like, yeah, because of like the consequences of what will happen. It's like people are afraid. Got it. Like, okay, you shouldn't scare your population into like it, people should just not want to steal stuff. But like, like, yeah, it's like he I don't know, you're you're glorifying it or you're you're praising it for the wrong reason. You're not saying really why your shit's yeah. not getting stolen right now. So I had I had a little bit of issue with that. And then also like the number of like security cameras that they had, like every 10 feet, there was like a camera and everything like that. So he was like, yeah, you steal it. They're going to know who it is. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that reminds me like I, uh, uh, as much as, you know, most people or, you know, half the country doesn't, doesn't really like Trump. Uh, uh, the, the one thing I'll say about him is that I really liked his attitude. I liked his personality and I liked <laughs> that he didn't take shit from anybody and, and he would go for the jugular. Uh, I, I think that there was a, there was a large area of kind of forgotten people that liked the cut of his and, and they just wanted to release a bull in a china shop honestly and it was very entertaining watching him just take a sledgehammer to all of these career politicians it was it, that's what i loved about him but um it, one of the things that kind of made me go eh, was when uh he uh met with uh xi jinping and uh and he was like yeah, yeah, there are consequences, but they have very little crime. It, it, it was like, it was like, yeah, but I don't know. I don't want to get executed for weed, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, but they have very low crime rate. Uh, I know we got kind of off there from like what we were originally talking about depopulation. Do you guys have any last thing before we uh, move on to the next next uh, thing? I'll throw uh, Clark's like history nugget in there. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's always fun to have one of these little factoids. So in real life depopulation situations in certain countries. Uh, so during World War II, well, the Winter War and World War II, when the Finnish went to war with the USSR, uh, their population, their male population was cut down so much. It actually flipped the societal norms where in Finland to this day, it's like more common for women to ask men out because women, there was such a low percentage of like eligible like bachelors after the winter war and war two so it actually changed so yeah now it's like more common for like women to take men out on the date and pay for it and all that all the things we think of (laughs) (laughs) eligible men (laughs) he's mine (laughs) i would would have saved so much money in my mid-20s on dinners That's right. How the population like that, like that can change actually your whole societal structure and how you behave like in it. Yeah, that is pretty weird. That's almost like the Pokemon uh, conspiracy theory, where there there apparently was like a a a crazy happening in war pre the video game, the Game Boy games, and so that's why you see uh, very few adult males, Mm -hmm. and and you're a kid, but most of them are are women or older, very much older men, and they're in the science community, so they wouldn't have been marched off to war. You're gonna to have to say that part again. <laughs> oh, did you freeze? Yeah. Oh, in 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 Pokemon, uh, the the like the Game Boy games, like the first games, the there the, you see very little adult men, more either elderly men or mostly women and children. And yeah. the, uh, I, Clark, you were you were nodding your head. You probably know more about the lore than I do, but that, that that's a big theory in the Pokemon lore. Yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. and there's there's some good like videos on YouTube and stuff about it, like just game theories in general. Uh, yep. it's, it's basically that, that there was some kind of great war. And that's why now 
like you just see children and like old like elderly people and women and the only like middle-aged like adult you do meet is a, is a veteran like he says he's like a soldier and he's like mm-hmm. wearing like a kind of a uniform thing and it's like early on in the game so there's like all these theories that there's like this great war that just wiped out like everyone and now the children go out and like train these pokemon as protection and like everything like that so, yeah. alex's face it's like what <laughs> i'd never heard that before I mean, but it makes sense like has yeah. the uh has the creator of pokemon ever like come out and said anything about it like oh that's that's kind of a cool thing or yeah that's what we're going for or he's like no that's just stupid <laughs> i don't think they've ever confirmed or denied but i think it's just uh, there's like you know people filling in the blanks on stuff because it's like make this make sense <laughs> yeah 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 um but 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 with depopulation i uh i do think there's something going on i think that uh uh behind closed doors you gotta you gotta remember these people are like the the things that you, you and i believe versus what like these people that have been in systematic overwealth uh generationally uh like look at the Rockefellers and all of this stuff. Do you guys remember uh, one of the Rockefeller sons talking to um, one of the guys pre 9-11 and he recorded it and he was talking about how there's going to be a, a net or a, a, a terrorist kind of like disaster. And then the, it, he basically spelled out everything that was going to happen. And then, and without saying the world trade centers and that kind of stuff, but like wow. there's there, but this is a, this is a video. You, I, I, who knows if it's scrubbed yet or not, but you used to be able to go and watch it. And, um, there, there, if people that have gotten close to these people, they say weird stuff. Then look at the, like, look at the circles Epstein had like same characters and, and they are doing crazy things on islands and, and like, it all sounds like a conspiracy theory, but it's like just all slowly being confirmed how nuts these extremely wealthy people are. It's all part of the not milk system. Like they're, they're, they're after us. I think, I think that's one of the scariest things. We'll last a little bit and then we can move on. But it's like the amount of conspiracy theories that have come out recently that have been true. I think that's, I think that's one of the, I think that's why like being a conspiracy theorist now isn't like so weird anymore. Cause like, you know, like I think like back in like maybe early OZ's nineties, like things like that. You, if you said you're a conspiracy theorist, it's just like, okay, yeah, you're a nut then. But like now it almost seems like the norm, not maybe not the norm, yeah. but it, there's not, there's not that, I guess that stigma to it. And it's just like, Oh, what, what conspiracy do you believe in? You know, it's, it's yeah. Now your grandparents are on Twitter and they're, they believe all of what we're talking about. (laughs) Oh gosh. Grandparents on Twitter. That should have been one of our topics. (laughs) Um, I already spent the wheel. So we got our next topic. Um, Forgive me because I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this. It is. Perga. Purgatorius, P-U-R-G-A-T-O-R-I-U-S. I'm wondering if I, I think I, I think I said it right. Nevertheless, it's the uh, earliest known primate, and therefore humans, uh, therefore human ancestor is believed to be this. It's like a small-looking rat thing, a tiny shrew 
like mammal dating as old as 66 million years. That to me, when I stumbled upon that, I was like, you got to be kidding me like that to me. I like evolution. It's a cool concept. Um, I, I, I don't know like if it was something where we just came as like humans and like that, or if it was something where evolution took place, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. But to like, to see that like we were like a little like little rodent type looking thing i don't know i i can drop the uh picture of it in the chat if you guys want to see it uh, and then you as the audience member if you would like to see it as well this photo will be in the podcast photos so you can take a look at it if you want to it's a link to it's a link through reddit um, it'll take you to it and everything, and then yeah, you guys can pronounce it. <laughs> Looks more squirrel-like than the uh, the artist rendition, like renditions I'd seen in the past. So the one that you're looking at, like the one that like I sent you, that looks more like a a squirrel. Yeah, to me, the ones I had seen look more almost um, almost like possum-like. Mm. But then again, we're always finding stuff out about a lot of these like uh paleo- like paleontological finds like uh you know now they're talking about t-rex that they put their arms on wrong and that they're actually wings and not tiny little arms <laughs> have we oh, talked hilarious. about this before like uh, to me that's that is insane like because it, it does make sense like what what would be the purpose for like these tiny little arms because it's like not like they're grabbing fruit or anything like that from trees yeah, but like yeah the other way they look just like wings on a bird so yeah and so they think but, they attached him wrong at the shoulders <laughs> oh, since the 1900s when we found him for i just how do you how do you mess that up though i mean like I mean, a lot of those bones they were they were finding them and just trying to match them to the closest thing that they did have because they didn't have like a, a complete skeletons all the time like they were finding these fossils in pieces and then they're matching up. That's how like Brontosaurus for a long time. It's a dinosaur that doesn't exist. And people still use that word to just kind of describe like the big long necked lizards. They say, oh, it's like a Brontosaurus type. But Brontosaurus itself was a, was a mismatched skeleton. And we know that now. Wait, you're talking about that, that the first dinosaur that you see in Jurassic Park that stands up on its hind legs and Those eats the- are Diplodocus. They're a little different. What the fuck is a brontosaurus? What, what, what am I thinking of? I mean, brontosaurus is like it's the think about the land before time, like what Littlefoot was. That's what they were. That's that's okay. like 80s idea of what brontosaurus was, and they had thought that for a long time until they realized the brontosaurus skeleton was mismatched. It was like a, an apatosaurus, which is has a slightly smaller head, and um, it was mismatched with another one of the one of the four legged, like long tailed uh, dinosaurs, the heavy ones. But there's there's a bunch of different actual ones of those like brontosaurus diplodocus. There's brachiosaurs. That's the one that's eaten up in the tree that sneezes on the kid in Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of different variations on like the long necked dinosaurs. Um, yeah. Wow, jeez, there is a theory out there that dinosaurs bones are like dinosaurs never existed. It's just people putting bones out there and everything like that. Planted. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I I know I I know a guy. He's an old uh-huh. guy that has a machine shop near me. And I knew his son because his, uh, we were buddies. 
and uh, he he said to me, unironically, non-jokingly, that uh, that uh, God made the Jews put dinosaur bones in the ground like hundreds of years ago to test Christians' faith. What? <laughs> I'm telling you, he believed this. And, and I thought it was the funniest thing I have ever heard. But yeah, apparently the Jews are uh, in, in league with God to, to test our faith, guys. So where did they get that? My question is, where did they get the bones? Did they just like get a bunch of dead animals and just like put them I in some know. so weird order and then just buried it? I didn't really want to press him. He, 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 he's, you know, like, I, I don't feel like the con- if you believe that the conversation's not going to go over, I don't know. I don't, there's not much I can do there. It's a lot of there's work. Also, um, there's theories, and I always love this one, that uh, a lot of your Greek like monsters and heroes and a lot of the stories are based on unearthed dinosaur bones and mammoth bones uh, because that's a very geological, like, hot zone. A lot of earthquakes and a lot of volcanic mm. activity. And uh, like the Cyclops was probably a mammoth skull because it has where the trunk should be like a big single hole in the front. And so they assumed Cyclops would have had one eye there and they're not considering oh. that the trunk comes out there and the eyes are actually on the side of the head. So things like huh. that. That's cool. I, I should look at, you know, I want to say I saw something like that where it was like, if you, if people like didn't know what skeletons like actually like, like what, what like a different version of an animal could look like. And I think that was one of them where it was like, it was an animal with a horn or whatever. It might've been like a rhino or something like that. And they put eyes like in these weird places and everything like that, just like different variants of like what an animal could look like if someone unearthed it and didn't know what it was supposed to look like. Then I guess it's like what with us with dinosaurs and everything like that, we don't know what they fucking look like. We're just guessing. Cause like, what was it in, I think everyone's well, maybe not everyone, but like for me, whatever, whatever Steven Spielberg put on the screen, that is what I think a dinosaur looks like. So it's like these like kind of rough, you know, lizard like creatures. But when in fact, like now there's now they have feathers and the T-Rex yeah. has this. Yeah, it's just like what a T-Rex has feathers. No, there's no way. Yeah, I remember when that became more what like mid 2000s, they were mm-hmm. like they were like more of them had feathers than we initially thought rather than scales and and i i uh raised chickens uh once upon a time and they're little dinosaurs i i mean if you look at their feet their feet are like three-pronged talons with scales and they they're just like tiny like leftover dinosaurs it's crazy <laughs> leftover dinosaurs like i, I it's it just, I, it's hard unless you like just, just if you ever are in contact with a chicken, look at their legs. It's just like they're little tiny, uh, I don't know, velociraptors or whatever with feathers. <laughs> well, isn't that like how big velociraptors actually were? Like they were the size of a chicken, but then Steven Spielberg made them like six feet <laughs> tall and everything. And people are just freaked out by velociraptors. <laughs> Let me fair, uh, there is one that Deinonychus was a six foot tall version of that. Just Velociraptor sounds sexier, I think. So that's why they went with that. Uh, but like, that's the issue with like Jurassic Park too. He like took dinosaurs from all different time periods and like smushed them into like one movie. But I guess like, if you think about it though, like, I guess that's like the concept of like the park and everything like that, where it's like, they're just 
digging up amber were like, you know, wherever they get DNA, it could have been the crustaceous period. It could have been the Jurassic period. They don't fucking know, but they're just putting all of this, you know, working together. Well, so if, if there was the ability to, uh, be able to genetically sequence leftover uh, uh, just whatever I, I would be in favor of bringing back some of these species because why not like it's not like they're going to be an actual issue in in Jurassic Park that was a fun movie but I'm telling you, you that but, but okay you so that. I know they're working on uh, bringing back the woolly mammoth because mm-hmm. um, the I mean there's guys right now that are eating woolly mammoth meat that were was like frozen and and covered to where there's no oxygen or what 12,000 for 12,000 or more years and there's a there was a guy on Rogan recently that was uh he is in Alaska and there's this huge area that he owns that he's been pulling out mammoth tusks and all kinds of stuff and he's eaten uh woolly mammoth steak uh and and it, and what? so if, if if my only argument is if muscle tissue is that well preserved or you'll eat it uh i would imagine you could get some kind of genetic information out of that oh yeah 100 percent. yeah you you'd have to you'd yeah so use a, use elephants as like a surrogate i mean there's a lot of different ways they're trying to figure that one out which that would be pretty dope i mean that was the whole concept behind like jurassic park was like what's the closest thing and they thought like frogs i don't know if they yeah. were just saying that in the movie or whatever but yeah like an elephant would make sense will the will the moly mammoth mm-hmm. because i mean you look at dog breeds like that's how you get a new breed of a dog you take yeah i may not be like two golden retrievers but you take something a little bit different so i don't see why you wouldn't be able to i think we i think in one of the earlier episodes of that is effing weird i've brought this up of like <laughs> bringing back i think it was like the giants episode and i was like we should bring back woolly mammoth but yeah we need to we need to find that uh uh guy from afghanistan that has that uh mummified giant finger that nephilim finger and bring back the nephilim wait what so there there's uh you can go on photos and there's this uh if you look hard enough like afghanistan uh giant finger and there was a guy that that had this wrapped up huge finger it was like massive now there's a lot when when you go to giant stuff a lot of it is just photoshopped and uh you know all that kind of stuff but this one did seem kind of oddly cool because it was it looked real it looked like didn't look like any photo manipulation was going on and it was a huge desiccated finger and uh, he, it was wrapped up in stuff. And uh, then all of a sudden, that guy disappeared. Now, my argument would be, imagine, like, it goes back to all these wealthy, crazy people that, you know, imagine if a Bill Gates type saw something like that or someone that owned a giant genetics foundation that is uh, trying to sequence the entire human genome, which they have done. Uh, and all of a sudden, there's some guy in Afghanistan that has an ancient giant finger. That's just going to disappear you know like if i was a rich crazy person i'd be like get whatever it takes get that finger for me (laughs) i want that finger (laughs) yeah the the best twist would be if it was actually like a petrified like horse dong (laughs) (laughs) man i feel bad for that uh that female horse he's got a giant nail on it it just keeps coming back when he's like it, it just keeps coming back horse DNA. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Well, final thoughts on uh on uh 
purgatorious or whatever. However, something about it. Um, I do find it interesting. It is very important because it is the rise of mammals. If you think about it, it says 66 million years old. We know there was a you know high level extinction event at 65 million years ago. That's effectively the death of the dinosaurs, and uh, mm-hmm. it's more than likely the Yucatan incident. Um, if you want to go into what we think it is, but uh, there was definitely a high level extinction event and. This is the rise of mammals. Um, this is basically where it starts. I mean, this is a changing point in, in history. So, gotta respect it. I, I still don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, like there are some people that look like that squirrel. I will say that, but I don't know. Like for like most part, I just I can't see the resemblance. But all right, moving on. Uh, this is this is a topic that I probably one of my favorite conspiracies favorite topics to actually talk about um it's building seven during 9 11 how did that building go down and now i'm gonna send i'm gonna send you guys a uh a video that i recently stumbled upon stumbled across and it is probably one of the most i don't know it is like i had never seen this video before and i thought it was I thought it was pretty legit. Um, it's going to be in. I'm just going to toss in the podcast photos. So if you are the audience member, if you if you want to take a look at it too, um, it's I've never seen this before. And this it, again, I, I know that there's CGI. I know that people can do stuff on their computer, but this looks real. Yeah, I was watching some videos not long ago that that uh, yeah that that's a controlled demolition. I, I'm sorry, like there there's too much with, when it comes to how some of those buildings fall. They don't fall like that, and and even like the, the all the whole thing about um, the like okay, let's go to the uh, w- w- the two towers for a second. There was a guy that was a a blacksmith that was, you know, trying to debunk the whole thing about jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams and blah, blah, blah. And it's true that they, it doesn't burn hot enough to make molten steel, but he was showing that the weight, the concrete, all of that could drastically impair the stability of the steel. And it would, it could just kind of have a domino effect and collapse. The problem is, is that it's still like, uh, free fall speed like e- even then you would it, it wouldn't fall like it did it just wouldn't then you have the that you have leftover molten steel that the cleanup crew were spotting pools of like again you know the the heat thing just doesn't make sense with that the fact that a whole lot of the steel beams were cut at angles exactly like they do in a controlled demolition um then the the images where they've stabilized the all that footage uh, where uh, as it's falling, the windows are blowing out in certain areas. Yeah, all that pressure could uh, cause uh, some of the windows to blow out, but it, it happens just too much. Um, and the 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 radio footage or the radio interference that some of the newscasters are getting on their comms saying pull it specifically to Tower 7, there's just too much uh, rough around the edges. I feel like if something if that happened right now, uh, uh, it would be harder to hide. Like back then, we were still like the infancy of like the internet as we know it now. It was still clunkier, but I don't. I feel like it would be harder to pull off 
And then you got like all the insurance policies for terrorist event that were, that were taken out like uh, a month before the they were uh, done. I mean, it, it's very strange. But Tower 7 didn't have enough like th their whole thing was like there were diesel fires with the generators and the basement and this and that. It's still not going to uh, fall free fall speed and collapse just like a controlled demolition to where there's minimal casualties like where it implodes and goes in and just falls at that speed it's just not going to do that if if it would if if it fell the way the narrative is said yeah it's i think that because that, that's the that's the, i think that's the hardest thing to believe too is that like be, it, that they're saying that it fell because what there was like there was debris from the two towers that like you know blew over and like it like there was fire like on the roof or like you know like there was some sort of fire that started but nothing to the degree of making that building fall and like what you're saying free fall if you as the audience member have never seen the the videos and everything like that of tower seven specifically i suggest watching it because it is it, it's it's exactly what we're saying. It's just like it's very. It looks like a controlled demolition. And if you uh, if you go into our Discord, you look at the uh, the link in the photo ones that I had sent, um, and watch that. There's like it looks like bursts of light coming out of the windows, like a controlled demolition. So it's, I don't know, I don't know. It's uh, I was having a conversation with a a work buddy, and. He's actually going to come on the show next week about hunting Hitler. So if you if you like anything about Nazis and you and Clark, I think I want you to be a part of that because with your with your background and everything like that. Not saying I don't want you to be on the show too, Seth. I want you there too. <laughs> but it's um, he was saying that like with the hunting Hitler thing. One of the questions that I had for him was if this if the TV shows out and it is it's not hidden and everything like that why is this not more of like an accepted thing and like why is it not like being blown up and he kind of chopped it up as like well germany just wants to just be done with it like you know like why why bring up the past it's just like let's just be done we don't want to bring it up if we find anything just get rid of it whatever it's just like let's just move on it was a terrible time whatever and then he's like well think about like what we would do in the United States, we'd do the exact same thing. If there was something that like we knew about something, why why even bring it up? Let's just move on. Don't even worry about it. And like I feel like that's almost like the 9-11 thing where it's like if you dig into it, you start asking questions, it like hit so many chords on so many people because it was that was the first time we had been attacked on our own soil, you know, and everything like that. So it was one of those it there's a certain i don't know feeling i don't know if it's it'll ever change but it's i don't know it's uh yeah yeah so i can i can see why people just don't dig into it more or why they just kind of like yes it was terrorists and that's that so yeah are you talking when you're talking about the hitler thing are you talking about the argentina thing Yes. So like okay. the whole theory that like he didn't die in the bunker, he actually like escaped through like these tunnels, went to like wherever it was. So there's a there's a there's a series on Hulu called Hunting Hitler and they go through all of it. It's really interesting if you like stuff like that. So, yeah.
Yeah. Well, I won't get too much into Hitler. We'll save that for. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you have a whole bunch of things you want to say right now. But yeah, generally that is the attitude. I mean, and it was not just Germany, but the whole world. Like when that war was over, it was like it's over. Let's start rebuilding. I mean, you have 120 million dead already, and you know, it's, it's kind yeah. of a point where everyone's just like, "Can we please bury this and just put it to rest?" The Russians say they have him. Deal with it. Let's forget about all that, except for uh, all the. Uh, you know, medical advancements that came out of bear and, and all of that. Let's forget about it in BMW. And Hey, let's forget about all that, except we, we do need your rocket scientists, but outside yeah. of that, we don't, we're going to forget about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was quite literally time to pick and clean because that's uh, the first, some of the first Russians that went into the bunker actually in Hitler's bunker were actually, um, I forget what unit it was, but they were mostly clerical and they were, it was, it was an all female unit and they went in and immediately started raiding Ava Braun's closet and stuff like <laughs> disrupting evidence everywhere. So, I mean, if it was, if you treated that like a crime scene, it was muddled from the beginning. Cause they went in and just started collecting stuff. They're like, I want the stress. I want this. I want, and then when the men came in, they started doing the same thing. They're like, I want this couch. Like they just started stripping it. And then finally officials came in and said, drop everything. This is a crime scene. <laughs> like we're trying to hunt the most, most wanted man in the world. <laughs> so, I mean, it was muddled for like the beginning. So, yeah, I mean, that's all we were. So it, from there we were picking and cleaning all the, all the scientists and all the, uh, you know, blueprints, scans. <laughs> I feel like even when I was a kid, it, it, even when I was a kid, I I always thought that uh, the the Hitler death photo just didn't really look like him. I don't know that photo just doesn't drive it home for there's, me. There's not one of him like intact because the the Germans tried to burn him first. They poured gas. Well, there's one on where him. you can see his face, and and but he looks extremely gaunt. It just doesn't. The bone structure doesn't look like him. I'll check that one out definitely because I I can only think of like the. The what they claim the Russians claim is how they found the remains which are burnt. So. Oh, um, it's it's. Uh... <laughs> I, I look. I, I I looked up uh, Hitler death photo and I got this. He's in his <laughs> his his shorts. <laughs> I, I just feel like it, from what he did, he would be way more of a. Uh, uh, like you'd have so much more of an impression if you lost your those shorts. He's got some junk in the trunk. <laughs> he's got those mom jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here it is. Here's the, here's the, the has my phone's not, or my camera's not going to adjust. That's the Jeez. one. Send it in the uh, yeah. discord photos. So we can all take a looky loo at it. Yeah. Anyway, jumping to nine 11 real quick though. Yeah. Kind of a similar thing. I think if we, I mean, what will we do if we found out now? I mean, we'd all be kind of up in arms over it, but at the same time, what can you really do about it? I mean, who are you, you know, who are you putting on trial for it? How do you make up for uh, 20 years of war? You know, I yeah. mean, there's not really much you can correct at this point. You can't course correct for that. So, uh, yeah, you really, you really can't. But I mean, it's same be, as if we ever find out more about JFK. I mean, it'll be cool to know. It's like, yeah, we found out in our lifetime, but at the same time, I mean, everybody involved, everybody important is dead. Well, bushes. Didn't just, well, <laughs> just a bunch of classified documents about the JFK assassination just come out? 
Yeah, but they like, keep kicking the the good stuff down. That they keep redacting, keeping things redacted, and they just keep kicking it down the road. Uh, got it. Yeah, they'll give you feed. They're like, here, this will satisfy you for another five years while we can keep it tied up in courts. Yeah, got it. That's my building. that's my whole thing about FOIA. Sorry, you, I interrupted. I, know, I just wanted to make sure I said something about Building Seven since that was the original topic. Uh, <laughs> uh, building Seven, I've always been kind of torn on. Um, I kind of want to play devil's advocate and say I understand it might have been fatally wounded and they might have wanted to put it out of its misery, but to do a controlled demolition on the fly during a crisis situation seems pretty impossible. That's what uh, I mean. but, but I think, but I think I don't see, I don't think it happened like that. I think they were controlled demolitions from the start. You think I they think that it, had the buildings ready? I, yeah. And it's, I'm not saying that planes didn't hit it or, or whatever mm-hmm. we have. Cl- we have a lot of footage and I'm not saying the government isn't great at, at like also, all right, th- this is the weird thing. You got a whole bunch of, for the time, high quality VHS cameras, just kind of in the streets filming it. Now, granted, if you go to New York city, a lot of, tourists have those and stuff or, or uh, then have VHS cameras that are pretty good. Um, but uh, there's a lot of people that say they weren't that that was CG. I don't think that I think the planes did hit it, but I think that if, if nothing fell in the reasonable amount of time, I think that there were charged uh, things that are always there. I think that, I think that tower seven always had them there. Like before the planes struck the buildings that they, that this was a planned event. Um, and then security it, protocol from the, I mean, it could have been something they wanted in the event of is, is crazy and far, you know, reached as it is. What if, what if there was a, like a, a, a diehard situation, an actual terrorist situation where a building's taken over or an actual military intervention where some, somehow the East coast of the United States is invaded. There's so much stuff in there. That's the financial, you know, capital of the world. Uh, they might want to have a pull the plug kind of. You know, countermeasure. Oh, so you're saying that all of these towers were rigged from the get-go in case a disaster happened, they could pull it safer. Yeah, and I mean, you have oh. all your, you have what you need as far as documentation, you know, backed up somewhere else, safe, and then go ahead and drop the building. You give the enemy nothing. I mean, that's a that's a burn and run kind of situation. You know, don't that's give smart. the enemy. Well, I, I've, really I've, heard, I've heard the I've heard some of the people that believe that tower seven was pulled intentionally. I've heard a lot of people say that you got to start looking at what they were storing there. And, and a lot of this stuff had to do with early records of the federal reserve and how we got all on that. And, and, uh, gold, uh, like gold records who owned what in terms of gold, because when we did go on the federal reserve, um, they were private, uh, industrialists that convinced politicians to get us off and put us on this, this basically debt system. And then all of a sudden that gold disappeared. The, 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 uh, I feel like a lot of those people like just bought the gold out from under us, the nation's wealth, and then, uh, and then continued this kind of debt fiat system. So, you know, if there's validity to that, it would make sense. Cause this was right at the transition between the digital age and, and paper age. And, it'd be really nice to get rid of some of those records and then just kind of start from scratch in terms of a historical context. Could have been covering up uh, JP Morgan's Titanic scheme too. Ah, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he proposed federal reserve. <laughs> yeah. We can, um, we can tie in every episode. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everything, <laughs> everything giants, Jeep, Titanic. Yeah. 
they were they were covering up the files on the pyramids and the aliens <laughs> and the giants were in league to, to build those and it, this too travis walton was there too that uh, the day that all happened <laughs> just kidding that actually wasn't true <laughs> but the giants and the aliens things that's true yes 100 <laughs> percent um I think we got time for one more, and I I doubt that either one of you have heard of this guy before. Uh, Ted Saros. Soros? Saros. S-E-R-I-O-S. Saros? No. Not ringing a bell. Okay. Uh, again, I, I, most of these things I'm just dropping you guys the links to in the uh, in the Discord. Um, but you gotta watch the video; it's it's pretty gnarly. You as the audience member, I'll I'll kind of describe it as they're they're watching it. Um, it is Ted Soros is a guy who could thought project stuff onto photography so he'd look, he'd look <gasps> into look into a camera and be like one two three and like boom they're like the they, they would take a picture and his thoughts would be on this film um he uh the guy that studied it or like uh like did like the not the research but like followed him around and everything like that kept all the film photography away from him um he was always searched before like they would start doing this stuff and like even cavity search, like they went that far with this and the biggest, it was only up for a certain period of time is like in the sixties, I think it was sixties or seventies. Like that's when he was doing this, but uh, his downfall is that he would just get wasted when he was doing this. And it was like, he would just get angry. And like, after a while it was just like, he, he couldn't do it anymore. Well, there was this guy who um, wanted to disprove, I guess, like, like what he was doing. And I forgot if you watch the video, if you watch the clip, I think it says it at the end, like how he thinks he was doing it. But just watching it and everything like that is it's pretty, pretty crazy to see, like, some of the stuff that he's able to reproduce with his mind and everything. So, yeah. Um, I have heard of this. I d- I'm ah. terrible with names, but if anything happens to uh, something interesting with photography, it catches my eye. The um, uh, the I know that people have recreated. Okay, so I know that people the suspicion on what he was doing have been able to recreate very like images of what he was doing, mm-hmm. and uh, the argument is that he he was somehow able to hide uh, some kind of uh, negative or, or tube that had a negative in it with uh, that, that, you know, light could pass through. And then when he got, cause he, if you watch the video, he would always be like, ah, rah, and like get right up into the lens. <laughs> yep, and, yep, and, and the argument yep. is that he was sleight of handing something and then like getting up into the lens and telling the guy and, and he would get mad, like he would just get wasted and angry. Um, uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I know that the suspicion of how he was doing it, they've been able to recreate very similar images that way. Mm-hmm. But I, again, I didn't, I didn't know he was cavity searched. 
So I don't know how he was. He must have been really good at sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but like, I, then again, yeah, it's just like, I don't know who was doing the searching and everything like that. Cause it was like the guy who was helping him, following him around, doing all this stuff. Could have been him who was, you know, doing all that stuff. So yeah. he could have been like, yeah, I searched him. He's clean, like nothing. <laughs> but the thing was, too, like, I think it was in the 80s. It was like in the 80s or 90s. He tried to redo it. Like he tried to like do this whole process thing over again and he was never able to redo it. So I think that comes into like the whole like, yeah, he was doing something. He was putting something up to the camera real quick and everything. But yeah. Yeah. He's not what's your name from the ring. He can't burn things into images from his mind. (laughs) <laughs> Which can we talk about how creepy that movie is? The original ring is so good. I, Naomi yeah. Watts. Mm, come on. <laughs> That's that movie scared the shit out of me growing up. Because like, yeah, they the you see like I think it's the eerie music that they have during like the videotape of like all those creepy images and everything. Yeah, that's uh they did a really good job. I didn't know this. <laughs> But it was uh, a Japanese film. Oh before. yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yep. Same with like the Grudge too. Like the mm-hmm. they made an American version of the Grudge. So uh, we we, we watched it. Two thousands. The what? So we were big on that in the early two thousands because I watched. A, I had yeah. a friend. My my best friend worked at a Hollywood video, like right at this time. And uh, this is like mid, getting to late high school for me. And uh, he would um. Like he, he would just be like, what movies you want to watch this weekend? And he would just bring, we'd like just attack the J horror and K horror section. So we'd watch <laughs> all these movies like right around the time they were getting remade. So I saw like the original Juon, which was the grudge. I saw yeah. Ringu. Um, there was uh Blackwater, which had, I think uh, Jennifer Conley in it. I'm not mistaken. No, Blackwater is so creepy. Cause that was based on a real story. Just the uh, happenings. Yep. And then <laughs> like the Elisa lamb thing happened after that, didn't it? Which also was a, a no wait is lisa lamb the, the woman that uh fell into the water tower yeah into the water no tank. that was before i thought i thought it, it was before it might have been around because i think blackwater came out in like 2005 or six or something oh i always assumed that it was a horror story based on the actual events it probably was based on another event similar to that because that's happened uh, a couple times in hotels, which is frightening. But uh, that uh, still gives me the willies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are are you least. familiar with that whole water tower thing? Yeah, the Lisa yeah. Lamb story. Yeah, I'm very familiar with that one. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, it's huh, my think... water tastes really weird. Huh. <laughs> Fleshy. Because <laughs> you know it had to, like it had to go off taste before it went off color. So that's really uh, <laughs> Oh god, <laughs> yes. You ran a uh, bath, like, wouldn't you smell it in your room just being like this is not right? Like I couldn't unless, imagine. Unless they like they have a filtration system, you know, like cuz what is it? Like you can put a little bit of chloride or like bleach into they have to in I always feel like hotel water just in general is just off. It's just it's different than normal just tap water that's in your house, right? Some extra fluoride. Yeah, extra <laughs> fluoride. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I really really cool. calcify that pineal gland. <laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, Clark. No, I was just saying the extra Florida said to, to wipe your memory from remembering yeah. you drank it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but back I to those movies. Um, yeah, uh, Ringu actually is kind of interesting. The Ring, um, 
Amy Watts did a really good job. Like her character was really good in that movie. And the original book that Ringu like was written that the Japanese movie was made of, the characters were actually swapped. So the, the main character was actually male and it was the female was the ex that like went to. And for some reason they made a stylistic decision in the movie just to flip it. And it came out like so much better because the female lead is way better in that movie being the journalist and like the male being the audio video guy, like it just came out perfect. And she got like all this praise for being like, it's like one of these really well-written female leads. And it was just completely a stylistic choice, like on the fly for the Japanese movie where they're like, let's flip them. Yeah, it turned out really well. I think that's, I think that's, I'm not, I feel like that's almost like a normal thing though for the, in like the United States where there, there might be like a single mom, you know? So I think it can resonate a little bit better. Like, I, I don't know if it was like, I don't know how it did in Japan and everything like that, but I think it's like one of those, cause that's one of the biggest things like when you're making movies is like trying to relate the audience to the main character. So they have like that thing, you know, like, so I, I feel like, they, they did i don't know they did i think i think it was good here too like i'm glad that they didn't choose to do like a male role here in the united states for that part i i think she did her a great job so too and it's one of the better I, adaptations of those all, all those movies that came over as remakes all the jane yeah. k horror movies i think it's one of the best ones yes yeah oh the second the second and i think there's even a is there a third there's I, there's like what, I think there's. Four? I know there's two. I don't think. I don't at least Naomi third. Watts wouldn't be in the third. I don't think. She I was think in. The, the, she was in two. Yes, and that one was terrible. <laughs> I, I yeah, think it was they, they. But they remade the. It's called Rings, and it has the guy from uh, what's his uh, the Big Bang Theory. He's in it, and it's like it's a viral video now. And like, she's getting all over the place. Like, of course they do that. They don't just keep it to like the videotape thing. They have to make it into the digital era. It was not good at all. I knew they were trying to, I don't know what they were trying to do with it, honestly, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's like Hollywood needs to quit while they're ahead. Sometimes like when, I, the the whole argument is that there's no original content anymore. Like the last really great original thing that I've ever seen is Mandy. And that was like 2018 or something. And what? Mandy was phenomenal, but there's no, they're not taking risks on like a, a guy that wants to write and direct his own film. And it's a completely original story. They just want to, they want to bank on a safe investments, like anything Marvel, anything DC, any, any just like old stories we've heard a million times because they know it will put asses in the seat. It, but I feel like they're uh, eventually that's going to fall off because look, there's some good Marvel movies or some good DC movies, but you got, I mean, we've, how many times have we seen Superman and, and Batman and all of this, like they're good films. Like the latest Batman was great, but the, the, the problem in America with the film industry is that it used to be where you'd have a um, you'd have a director like uh, make Night of the Living Dead and, and, and then a, a few small uh, theaters that were family owned would take a risk on uh, uh, showing it for like a weekend. And then if it did well, uh, extend that time. Now it's all just corporate owned <clears throat> theater and, and our art, our visual arts are suffering for it because it's all Marvel movies. And I don't hate Marvel. It's just like, I hate Disney. I'll say that. But 
there's a pro there's that's a problem in terms of new things and and riskier things that should be being made um but but you you, yeah you hit it right on the head though it's 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 what's gonna put money in their pocket what is a for sure thing and it's like they're just going to they're just gonna burn the, the like the franchise down to the ground where like the superhero thing they're gonna do it till they can't do it anymore and i don't yeah. i don't know what, what like i don't know what's gonna be like that i i mean i guess maybe just like selling tickets i guess it might be like okay hey, we we gotta move on but like almost like what you're saying they've been doing batman and superman since the 70s yeah i don't think i with the dc i don't think they're going to stray very far from that path even though like comic book world there's thousands of different superheroes it's just something that like it's, it's so well known yeah how, how the, many more years am i going to have to see adults in tights like with electricity <laughs> coming out of their hands like come on <laughs> yeah, right that's um, why there's a lot of good like I think like indie films on Hulu. I'm not trying to shout out to Hulu or anything like that, but it's just like, that's something that I've noticed is like you have your Netflix or whatever that has like, basically that's like the movie streaming thing. And they don't have a lot of indie films. Whereas Hulu, I feel like, and that's why maybe like Hulu and Netflix originals. I feel like I kind of like those is because I feel like they do kind of let almost like what you're saying. Those like those, upcoming you know good idea you know i have a you know something original like uh what was it on on hulu there's um there's a, a movie called villains i have you guys heard of it i've heard this uh, name, that sounds yeah. familiar it's it's really it's 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 a typical i mean not typical but it's a just a uh, almost like a bonnie and clyde type situation where they're trying to like go off you know have a good life whatever uh, but they're criminals and they go to a house and then lo and behold, guess what? They go to a house where the people that own it, they're criminals too. And it's just like, oh, it's it's so good. I'm not going to say any much more than that, but it's really good because it's like, oh, that, I feel like that's an idea or a thing that hasn't been done before. Like in yeah. a certain way, like, yes, they're like criminals interacting with other criminals unknowingly. It does happen, but I don't know. They did a really good job with it because it has the guy from It and uh, the girl from <laughs> It Follows. So, oh, it's, yeah, that was a good that. Now, yeah. talk about an, a, a, a good risk they did with It Follows. That was mm-hmm. that was terrifying. <laughs> my <laughs> only my only gripe with it is is the fact that they they the thing interacts with the people so like it's it's towards the end that i'm just like all right come on now i do like how they don't give you much about it because i feel like if you're going to make a scary movie that should be it it shouldn't you shouldn't give all the pieces as to what the monster or what is you know like whatever the what is it the antagonist is it's like yeah Yeah, the protagonist is yeah um it's the fact that like they killed it with a gun that I had a I had a huge issue with that. Like when they were in the pool and then like they shot yeah. it. It's like, well, okay, well, are things in the outside world affecting it now? Like, I, I don't I don't get that. I do like how it was like a sex monster type thing. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> it was a supernatural <laughs> STD. <laughs> 
what's a great way to put it <laughs> yeah um Whoa. we should have a we should have a movie episode like 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 i can go i, I would love to do a standalone mandy episode because i can rant at length with panos uh, cosmatos's work uh mandy the, the, mandy is like one of the it's see okay i i can never let the matrix movie get off of my top tier list it was so pivotal to me but mm. if, if i had never seen the matrix mandy would be at the top of that list it's right now it's at the second but that is such a good movie it is it's got everything it's got like the charles manson culty stuff going on it's got like 80 grunge film stuff going on it has nick cage uh and Ooh. and and it, it's Nick Cage does some of his finest acting in it. Like the the strange thing about Nick Cage is he can either be a meme or make you cry your eyes out. Like he's so he has a really good range. It's just that you know with the whole IRS issues that he had, he had to crank <laughs> out a bunch of bad films. But um, so it, he's a, a phenomenal actor. And with Mandy, see, Panos came to him and wanted him to be the cult villain, but but he's like, I just can't emotionally resonate. Now I can I can emotion uh, I can resonate with the the act or the uh, character Red, uh, but I just don't think that it would work out. I don't want to be the villain. And 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 Panos wanted him so much. He's like, okay. So, but they cast the the villain perfectly, and then Red perfect. I mean, it was it couldn't have been better. Um, and it's just great. And his only other movie that he's ever done, Panos, is um, Beyond the Black Rainbow. And and the what I love about Panos is it's all like it's all like eighties uh, lore with um, drugs, uh, supernatural like witchery, and 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 like high technology and spells and like and drugs it's 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 like heavily psychedelic 80s just beauty and i i, I it's hard to it's not even its own genre if i had to say it's in a genre, it's like 80s grunge horror revenge drug flick it's just great <laughs> i'm gonna you're mandy i i don't think i've heard of it i have like has there been like uh trailers what what year did it you said 2018 i think 2018 yeah okay I'm gonna look yeah. into it. Is it on any streaming service that you know? Uh, I think uh, I think it's on Shutter. Possibly it was on Shutter at one point. Ooh. But if you just, I mean, you pretty much any streaming platform like Amazon or whatever that you can rent it for like three ninety nine. Uh, uh, but it's an incredible. It's just an incredible movie. I, I can't say enough about it. I, I can. I'll stop myself now because. Uh, oh, I know. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll. 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 I'll wrap it up this movie section with a nice bow back to back to the ring. Uh, we recently watched uh, the ring, and um, there's this hilarious scene. You know the British actor that's uh, what's her name's dad, the girl in the well's dad, uh, the old guy. Uh, he he gets in the tub and electrocutes himself. Brian Cox. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm again. I'm bad with names, but he. Um, so if you rewatch the film and you go to his like deteriorating farm, uh, he's just when she first meets him, he's just out in the in in the middle of this rotting farm, fixing f a fence. He's like nailing a fence back, and, and I turned to Sarah and I was like, "Is he just like put 
nailing a fence together in every like i if it was me that owned this farm there's so many more things there's no animals anymore so why are you mending a fence like everything is rotting around you the bar like everything is just falling <laughs> apart and he's out there the first scene he's like tacking those fence back together i'm like what is going on maybe he had plans to get maybe he had like a turning point in his life where he's like you know what i'm getting some horses again let's do this and he's like i gotta maybe the they fence. won't kill themselves this time <laughs> All right. It's been a couple of years. Might as well get some horses. That means she oh. ruined his life again because, like, he was like, he had that moment of clarity to wake up and be like, you know what? Uh, I'm, it's time to have a good second half here. I, I, yeah. I and then she shows up on his doorstep back all these memories and been like, can I ask about your daughter? And this is like toaster time, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naomi Watts, come on. You ki- he, she killed him. I was this close. <laughs> oh. What was her That's name? Good. Samantha? In the, in the Samara. Samara, that's it. Yes, Mara. Yeah. That's a creepy yeah. name. Maybe it's just the film that made that name creepy, but Samara. Can you imagine if you met someone now named Samara? It's like Karen. I feel so bad for the non-Karen Karens. But in, yeah. in the whole meme's defense, the one Karen that I knew was a total Karen. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I worked with her and, and just every little thing was like, did you put the, did you, I, I, I was doing management at, a, at an apartment complex and every little thing was like, did you put the, va-? I'm like, I, 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 I'm using the vacuum right now. Yeah. But are, is it for the, it had to all be by the book. It was oh, weird how accurate that meme turned out. <laughs> you know, you know, it's another name, Kyle. I feel like Kyle like that one hits hard too, where it's like, yeah, you are exactly like that. Like the chugging, <laughs> chugging Mountain Dew vaping and just like says bra all the time. I it's do a whole- know a stoner that's named Kyle. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh, that's really weird. That's Sorry, really Kyle. <laughs> that's effing weird. Oh, all right. Well, we've uh, we've been rambling for about an hour and a half now. Um, we only really got to three topics. <laughs> I had a shit ton more. I thought we were going to get through a lot. That's okay. We'll save them for another time. We got plenty, plenty of fish bowls. Um, really, the uh, topics that we covered. Uh, any final thoughts on any of them? Not really. No, I can think of. Okay. Okay. What was the very last one again? I got. We got so far off talking about movies. (laughs) It was the ring. The ring was the last. The last one. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) technically, on the wheel, it was Ted Soros. (laughs) The guy. (laughs) Wait, what did he do again? I'm sorry, I don't remember. (laughs) He's the guy who thought projection in photography. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had never heard of him, but it did remind me of another uh, case mystery of like ghost photography that if you guys haven't looked into, you should. And it was the um, it was somewhere, I think, in Oregon or Washington. But uh, there was a house where these people would take Polaroids in it and um, like they were doing Ooh. it for showing the house or something. But it was, it was like in the early 90s or mid 90s and they would take Polaroids and the Polaroids would come out with words like not burn into them, but like light. Yes. And it have and they could communicate with whatever it was like they would ask it questions and it would give them like 
and a little three word sentence answers. Anyway, I always thought that was a really cool case because it took forever for them to figure out if it was a hoax or not. Like, I don't remember if they were definitively proved like how it was done or, but uh, it was an interesting one because that was done with a Polaroid where it was like immediate, like they take the picture and come out and it, as soon as it developed, it would have like the words on it. The only reason uh, why I know about that is from Unsolved Mysteries, like the uh, old one from like the yeah. 90s. It was because, oh, I love oh, I love Unsolved Mysteries. I could watch that. I could binge watch that all fucking day. But yeah, on Unsolved Mysteries, they had that. They had that on there. And that was crazy. Yeah, because it was instantaneous where they would take that picture, you know, just and the words would be on there. So, yeah. The only thing I'll say about like all of this ghost stuff and and paranormal stuff when it comes to images is that if you if you notice around the time digital cameras came about, there was a lot less of that kind of thing. And 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 film has a really good ability to um, it's such an analog medium and and the flaws in film can always turn out pretty cool uh, the way it looks. In the digital age, things are more photoshopped. Like if something is fake, it's photoshopped. But the f- film could do like it reminds me back in the Victorian era when they were doing the um, seances that they would film. And now their means of faking were a little rough by our standards. Like the the what was it? The what's that goo? Um, ectoplasm uh, photos and all. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, and and if you look back at those, some of them look really cool. Uh, I think the um, that film American Haunting did a good rendition of of sh- showing what these people thought was coming out of mouths and stuff, the ectoplasm. But if you look at the old Victorian ones, there's a handful of them where it's just like that's a rag coming out of your mouth. It's it, 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 <laughs> d- it didn't look very good. But there were other ones that could do the faking really good. Um, mm. But it but like that kind of imagery kind of fell off a little bit with the digital camera age. I think it goes back to like the, it's instantaneous. Like we have cell yeah. phones in our pocket that can take millions of photos. So you just, just press a button, press a button, you know, it's, yeah. I think it's that, I think you know, now we're talking about something completely different, but like the patience of like people and like, like dial up, remember dial up, you had to wait like a couple minutes for it to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the, like that today. Now people would just be like, come on, let's, let's go like, hurry up. Yeah. It's just really interesting. Like how it's like that. Our the, level of patience and everything is gone. The, so. the kids of this generation will never understand the frustrations of trying to get your steam account to connect with a dial up modem. <laughs> it was, it was awful. It was so awful. It didn't work half the time. <laughs> Oh, so my, my wife, last, last, last little thing is like, my wife is a teacher, right? And they were, uh, her class was like working on the computers or whatever. And she was like, okay, now, you know, make sure you save everything. And they were talking about the save icon. And she's like, you know what that is? And she's like, yeah, that's the save icon. And she's like, well, what is the save icon? And they're like, it's a save icon. And they're like, but what is it? <laughs> like she was trying to explain to like, you know, to see if they knew if it was like, that's a, actually like a floppy disk. That's, that's the save icon. And it's, we don't use those anymore. And it's, I think, what was it you were saying? Like, like, uh, it was like a refrigerator had like 20 or megabytes or like two megabytes mm-hmm. or some shit, 200. And that's, mm-hmm. we've reached the top. <laughs> <laughs> What was um, what were floppies? They were something like 
they were after that whole refrigerator uh, thing I mentioned. They what were they like? Fifty megabytes? More uh, than like eight. Yeah, it was yeah, like they were was very like, short. Yeah, five something like that. Ten maybe. Yeah, but yeah. They they were there was not a lot of space on that shit. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to go on eBay and find like a pristine condition, one that's been taken care of to read floppies because uh, there's a lot of uh, like MIDI keyboards from the, kind of that era that are really cool, but the MIDI files and all the sample files only wrote to floppy disks so there's still guys that use it because you know with a particular synthesizer you get like a unique sound and you want to use it so there's guys that are keeping the whole floppy disk thing alive just because certain technology required it and they don't want to let it go that's cool that's cool I don't think we had games like Coleco and and televisions that only ran on floppies and stuff like that so Uh, that's preservation you can go to those are obviously you can go to museums and see those now I, yeah, I think I have a uh, in my shed. I think I have a uh, in Television Two. I believe they made the second one. I think I have that one. Um, they they came out with the cartridges for that one, but I, yeah, a, a, once upon a time it was. I mean, they were basically just PCs, like that era's PCs. Something that I mean, this is kind of off topic, but something that I I really want to work on hard is my DVD collection. I know that sounds weird, but like I, there's something about just actually having a DVD that I just, I just love. I really want to work on a VHS collection too. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I really like, oh, Clark, you got, you got some, <laughs> you got some Jurassic Park back here somewhere. No way. <laughs> yeah. I've got, oh, I got a bunch of, this is my wall of nerd behind me. It goes all the way <laughs> around, but my Jurassic Park was somewhere right here behind me. I don't know where it went. Oh, hold on. By the way, I, you know, every time one of these wrap up, we like have an hour discussion afterwards and then we're like, we should have just recorded that. So yeah. my vote is like, I don't have to go anywhere right now, but hold on. Okay. You show <laughs> oh, found it. oh, let's see it. I mean, it's, it's going to be the original cover with oh. the, the yes. Yeah, yes. Greatness here. Yeah. Oh, and it's like, it's mint, too. It looks so nice. Let's see where... Oh, it's right at the end. I never rewound it, so... Oh, wow. Oh, you have it. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it another go for you. Oh, that's awesome. That is so cool. So I got, I got, I got this. It's not as cool as his... Oh, man. Is that... Do you know what... Do you keep track of, like, the additions... Because they were, you know how they. Um, I know this was bought in a Kroger in late 1993 or early 94. There you go. This is my original one. Yeah. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's still got trademark 93, so. Yeah, there's a there's a nostalgia. It's probably just because of our age, but there's a definite nostalgia with VHS. Just that grainy, uh, just look that specific look that vhs has i i just love it i think do you think it's almost like one of those um like how people like have uh records yeah you think it's 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 uh, on the same lines of that what, what's your collection that you have in your your oh ooh. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's just a bunch of vinyl 
Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of old vinyl and a lot of new pressings. This is the problem with new pressings. Uh, back in the day, like, you know, 70s and that kind of stuff, they were, they, the, they were taking, they were recording their instruments to analog tape, like really high quality tape, and then directly pressing that to vinyl. So there wasn't this, like, so now, like, if you buy, like, I don't know, a Nine Inch Nails record, first off, he records digitally anyway, but any modern music is usually, unless you get, like, some indie kind of guy that likes to do stuff old school, it's all, it's all digitally recorded and then pressed to, 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 but the cool thing is with the old stuff, it's, it's analog to analog. Now Mm. it's like analog to digital to digital or digital to digital to analog like the all the modern pressings is digital recordings pressed to vinyl which doesn't have the same sound but i don't know there's just a sound to it uh the old stuff uh but i mean hey i'm just glad that vinyl has become a little bit more popular because it is like like if they're like i'm always going to bring it back to solar flares but if we ever have like some issue like obviously you're gonna need a backup uh uh you know speakers and turntable that's like wrapped in faraday cloth and buried somewhere but like if a solar (laughs) flare happened that's just vinyl that's just vinyl with etches in it like that nothing will happen to that unless you throw it in a fire or break it uh you know it's 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 fine it's always going to be there i mean it, it what's cool is the 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 uh the vinyl the gold plated vinyl they put on one of our satellites um is it, i mean that will just last forever out there and and it's like the most low tech but g- good way of storing media that like it's mechanical so if there's a advanced race that ever found it they would eventually figure out how, how to use it oh yes it's like i i know exactly what you're talking about it like it they've been able to like what was it print like images and like videos on the disc too mm-hmm. like it, it's crazy and like different sounds of like animals what humans sound like and yeah it's and, like where we are in the galaxy or like the universe yeah. type thing that's yeah there was yeah, a lot of people that were against that sorry uh, i was just saying i never really thought about why we sent a golden record into space instead of something else that makes a lot of sense to that they'll you know if someone were to find it they could figure out information yeah yeah it was really well planned out because you couldn't send tape tape was available back then but tape would just be destroyed by radiation um and gold uh plating it in gold was was brilliant i don't know if it was plated or if it was solid but still stands it would it would i mean even if they put vinyl as long as it doesn't heat up too much it would be okay but uh gold's really good at diffusing heat um but yeah, I don't know. I, I just I like with VHS. The other cool thing is you can buy like all kinds of VHS on eBay now for really cheap. Uh, but I but I, I have to show this. I got I got the the original Marilyn uh, Manson. Uh, the, that, the, this is such a good tape. It's basically like all, all of the music videos and and some live footage put on a tape. But the cool thing is people. A lot of people don't realize is. Uh, there's this new upcoming kind of uh, guys that make music that are are recording straight to VHS. So if you just take the video out, like if you unplug the video thing and and just have the audio recording, the audio jack recording uh, in stereo, the audio recordings to uh VHS tapes are extremely high quality. Like it blew a lot of people's minds to how 
much data you can put on on VHS for just audio. So there's like a bunch of weird uh, artists that are making albums that are being put onto VHS. That's cool. Well, I mean... Well, I think that's a good place to end. I think we, yeah, with, v, yeah. with VHSs and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, do we got any final thoughts with that? Well, that being said, I think I'm going to start working on my VHS. I got to get a VHS player. Uh, that's, yeah. that's the next thing. I got a DVD player. I got my PS4, shit like that. But I need, I need to get a good working vhs player one that's not going to eat tapes so yeah yeah you, uh go for the more go for a seller that has a lot of stars and a good track record and mm-hmm. and it's a little more expensive because i've ordered so many that just eat tape yeah <clears throat> i remember that was a big issue like when vcrs or v yeah vcrs get old as they just eat tapes so mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Well, hey, you know, thanks for thanks for stopping by from, you know, for the, that's this episode. Jeez, I can't even talk. We talk about so much stuff. Yes. Check us out on our social media stuff. Uh, we got plenty going on. Like usual, we got, uh, you know, if you have ideas for topics that you want us to cover, we have an email. You can email us. You can hit us up on our Discord. You know, send us a, a comment in any of the other previous ones. We'll look out for it and we can hopefully talk about things that, uh, that you guys want to hear. So just remember that we don't want stuff that's normal. We want stuff that's effing weird. Yeah.